I remember a time before the Cascade dried up. Here, in Verticello, the four nations of plant and bug people flourished and thrived. But the great waterfall that fed the land slowed to a trickle, revealing a vast salt sea and unknown islands. The only guide were the words of the 13 dried carvings. The water will slow to fall, but the tides are turning. Find the infinite lake to replenish the world and discover the salmon who will grant you a wish of whatever you desire. This marks the beginning of the tide, as many green folk hauled on the ships to find the infinite lake and maybe riches, adventure, excitement, and purpose along the way. And what exactly is a salmon? Is that a berry? That was 50 years ago, and the tide rushes forward ever still. There are many stories caught on the wind between sails, but why don't we hear just one? Of a butterfly gunman with clipped wings, a ripened and explosive piece of produce, and a witch made out of tea. This is Join the Party Campaign 3, The Rising Tide. I'll sing you a song that all green folk know. Until, until the waterfall's home. That only began 50 years ago. Last time on Join the Party. At the end of all this, after being chased around by the Harvester, getting into the grove, recovering the maze key, removing the curse from Gloria, evading the frustration of the planter, navigating a massive hedge maze, getting a new puppy, and finding, resolving, and just overall dealing with the religious crisis going on with Havana Tropicana, the end is in sight. But the Harvester isn't gonna let you go that easily. Let's get the party started. Standing in front of the exit of the Divine Labyrinth, over its shoulder, the shimmling and burbling, boiling reef. The only exit. Your your boat is sitting right there, docked where you left it some indeterminate amount of time ago, standing in between you and salvation and safety is a heaving, angry, if, if it could make facial expressions, maybe it would. It would be incredibly pissed at every single person standing in front of them. The harvester is getting larger and larger as the, its weird root body is kind of leaned down on all fours and is like heaving and expanding and it's tall. The harvester is tall and the scythe is just as long and sharp as it's always been, as demonstrated, of course, by the fact that Gloria is sliding in half. No! I don't think she is, actually. Oh, you don't? No, because I'm going to use intrusive thought on the harvester. Ooh. As a reaction, when a creature you see within range makes its action to attack or takes the dash, dodge, or disengage action, they must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature takes an action of your choice. Interesting. Okay. Here's what I'm going to say for this, Julia. This is interesting. Here's what we're going to say. This came out of, the slice came out of nowhere. We're going to roll for initiative, my friends. And if you come before the harvester, you can do this. Okay. I get a negative one to initiative. It will not count towards your action. If okay. This will be before. But everyone, let's roll for initiative and see how we do, folks. Okay. Heart of the cards. Come on. Heart of the cards. Heart of the cards. <laughs> what you get, Julia? Well, Julia, what you get? So technically, I got a zero. <laughs> oh, no. Did you get That's a one? really bad. That's really bad. I got a nat 20. Can we switch? 
No. Okay. <laughs> These don't, uh, the criticals don't count for initiative. Yeah, I do yeah. need the real oh, numbers. The dice tell a story. The dice tell a story. Does a nat 20 mean you go first regardless of if someone No, gets it doesn't. It means... It, it's it's a waste of a nat 20, basically. <laughs> Natural 20s actually only really are supposed to work for attack rolls, but because everyone's so excited about it, folks also apply it to abilities for fun. Uh-huh. But for initiative specifically, I do need the actual numbers. <laughs> I did not know that. 22 for me, then. 22. I don't know that either. Umbus. Five. Total. Five. Three plus two. Umbus. Cool. All right. Julia, I did roll above a zero. Okay, that's fine. I've kinda, I kind of figured, but I wasn't sure. I rolled above a zero, it's unfortunately. Tough. Gloria, <laughs> the, the, the main timeline remains as Gloria slides off of her body and plorps. Onto the ground with a satisfying splorp. Satisfying for you, baby. <laughs> yeah, it, it's pretty sad. It's pretty satisfying sound. We are now in initiative, my friends. Oh boy, we Troy. Troy, twenty-two. What do you want to do, my my man? The harvester is standing in between you and all of your friends. Well, folks, I have three arrows remaining and forty-one hit points. I'm gonna try to make it count. So first, as a free action, Troy is going to yell, Harold Sill. If you could help us, now's a great time. <laughs> good point. Good point. That's a good point. They are within range. Not sure exactly how far the boat is, but it's, it's right behind them. Uh, yeah. I mean, we'll get re- we'll get it ready. We'll, we'll get ready as fast as we possible. But we, you gotta get over here first. All right. The mizzen sails are being raised, my friends. <laughs> okay. All right. If this is useful for you, Amanda, I can load a missile onto your arrow on one of them or whatever. I would love to save that because I have two weird arrows that my new son, Ooh. the puppy, gave me. Ooh. And so forgot about Ooh. the puppy. Ooh. Troy is going to Ooh. knock one of them and fire it over at the harvester. Fuck I hope yeah. your puppy survives better than the friend I made. <laughs> hey, Julia. Me too. Ooh. Maybe that'll teach you a lesson, Julia. Don't make friends. All right. That is, uh, that is simply a six. Assume that doesn't hit. You want to rebound? Yeah, no, I'm definitely going to ricochet on that one. Yeah. Uh, so I'll use my bonus action and re-roll. Okay, that's a 13 to hit. No, oh, that's not going to hit, my friend. All right. Yeah, Luckily, it's like, bing, bong. <laughs> it's the harvester. They, it, it deflects off of the ground, and then the harvester just deflects it away using their scythe. Luckily, Troy has two attacks per turn. So, yeah, that's a even worse, an 11 to hit. Yeah, Jeez. and you want to rebound that one? I only have one bonus action. Oh, you only have one bonus action. Yes. No. Bing, bong, bing, 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 bing. As the the harvester deflects all of your shots. All right. Tough. It's a tough one. Tough. How is everyone doing, by the way? HP, attacks, spell slots? Um, Not great on either of those, but I do have something that will hopefully remedy that fact. But we'll see. You just can't, like, break out a cot and take a quick short rest. <laughs> we'll see, Brandon. We'll fucking see. Gloria is sliced in half at the moment. Okay. Havana's regular style. <laughs> <laughs> Havana's just regular old, regular old uh, medical student Havana again. Troy, where's Troy at? Troy's 41 hit points. Oh, okay. So Troy is doing okay, at least. Mm-hmm. I'm at 24 with no reagent dice, so I'm very limited on what I can do. Yikes. Yikes, gang. Cool, cool, cool. All right. It is now 20 initiative count, and I'm going I'm to do something as... You hear just like sheer movement of ground as long, weird grasses start to grow from where you're standing under your feet, starting to cover your toes. And uh, it feels bad. Also, the hedges are growing. The hedges are getting closer and closer and bigger and bigger. Right here at the mouth of the labyrinth, you see turn around the way that you went in originally and also the other the other pathways going into the labyrinth. The doorways or the archways are getting smaller here. Mm. Getting smaller as the hedges start to grow. It is also Gloria's turn where Gloria says, don't just stand there. Can, can we, let's, let's do something. You're still conscious? Well, well, you know, only one part of me. Both halves of Gloria are laying on the ground. The second half is kind of wiggling and wobbling over there. And you, you hear, hold on, hold on. And you see just like a little tiny, tiny body. <laughs> Her tiny, tiny bottom half. He's starting to grow out of the sliced, uh, her sliced setter. 
It's like you're gonna, you're gonna you just you're gonna have to give me a second, but we gotta <laughs> we, we you don't leave me here. Can we gotta push through? We're this close. We need to get out of here. We would never leave you, Gloria. Definitely would not leave you. That would be really shitty. Well, you that you someone truly does need to pick me up and go. I can't walk on this. I'm just so cool. <laughs> Gloriosa says, uh, if you promise to take me with you, I can, I'll, please, do you take, okay, who's, I, I, I need a promise from one of you, who's taking me? All who's of us. Who's going to carry me out? All of us. No, all of you can't carry me out. I'm the strongest. Troy's carrying me out. Okay, Troy will carry you out then. Of course. Okay, Troy. Troy. I will make sure you get out of here safely, <laughs> if Troy doesn't carry you. Okay, Troy, do you have space? You're already carrying, you already have a passenger. The planner gave me two hips for a reason. <laughs> Gloria also reaches into into a pouch that she's had on her side the whole time. It takes out a throwing axe and throws it throws it at the harvester yeah. and slices a few of its weird undulating roots. That's a good idea. Mm. You slice off some of me. I'm gonna slice off some of you. <laughs> That's the spirit, Gloria. You go, Gloria. Hey, hey, folks. Hey, folks. Tough. Folks, it's now the harvester's turn. The harvester obviously is going to maintain its position in the exit of the labyrinth, but it is going to use some of its weird, weird growing tendrils, and it's going to try to grab our good friend, Cami Cassis. Why me? Because you're a Because hey, you're an abomination. No, I'm not. That's why. Tell, I'm not. Talk, to the, talk to the Lord, Julia. <laughs> talk to the Lord. Strength check, my friend. Can I help? No. No, it, it's an 18 minus one, so a 17. That's so good. hopefully that's decent. You're going to beat my grapple check. Fuck yeah. Uh, but you are slashed by the thorns that are on the end of the roots. Please take 12 points of, pure, of slashing damage. Holy shit. The harvester, like, pushes forward, gets as close to Cabby as possible, opens its weird pumpkin seed mouth, and makes another of that, like, the loudest ripping of pumpkin you've ever heard. Like, the, you know those videos of, like, of hippos eating watermelons and oh, pumpkins yeah. in the fall? Oh, it's yeah. that. It's so, it's loud. It's like it's screaming this pumpkin destruction in your face, Cammy. I don't like that. Can you back it up, please? <laughs> <laughs> Just like I need distance here. You're you're being really weird. Uh, Havana is it's now Havana's turn. Havana is going to give the help action to someone to whoever needs it. Havana's like, I'm a help. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a help. I can't do much. I can help. Good boy, Havana. Good boy. Good so Havana, Havana's going to hold his action and give someone a help action if they call for it. Umbi, it is now your turn. Well, I don't know what I want to do yet. Cool. If you have some questions, as always, feel free to make. You can make checks. You can make one check, which will not count against your action. If you have a question or a thought. Okay. Oh boy, I have two questions. Mm. One, how far away are we from the harvester? Well, he's right in my fucking face, apparently. You're in within close range, right? You're not within immediate melee distance, but like it's enough of re of reach, and the harvester is also standing in the way of the only exit. Easy attack range, but not necessarily like disengage range. Yeah, exactly. You would have to if you want to run, you can run and go somewhere else, but you'd okay. have to do that. Cool. Um, and then second. Explain to me what I'm seeing visually in front of me. So there's the, sure. the stone tunnel, correct? Yes, yes. And then is everything else hedge? Everything else is everything behind you is hedge. You are like at the exit of the labyrinth. You the atrium, the entrance that you went into in the beginning is where kind of the line, the dividing line that the harvester is blocking. Mm -hmm. Behind you, everything is hedge, and the hedges, the hedges are growing, and so is the grass below your feet. What about, like, to the sides of the tunnel, and then, like, if I look left and right, is that hedge? Yes. Yes. Um, okay, friends, players, colleagues. Um, let me ears. Let me ears. Okay, I have a couple thoughts here. One, I do double damage, obviously, to object structures, which I think would count if I wanted to try to make a second exit Cool. out of the hedge maze or something. Okay. Mm. I do not think that's a good idea because the hedge maze is magical and we have seen indication that it moves. So I imagine if you try to bust True. a hole in it, it will just regrow. Regrow. That's a, that's a good point. That's very creative, but I bet you could blow up the stone part. Yes, but I don't... Will that block our passage back to the boat, though? Or will that even give us a second exit? I don't know. 
That's well, that's my question. It may crush the harvester or at least let oh. us like, climb over the rubble is my only thought. Oh, that's a good idea, man. I didn't think about that. Just a thought. Thought too, though. I could throw a smoke bomb, which gives uh-huh. a 10-foot radius sphere, um, which blinds uh, the harpster because I don't think we are within 10 feet. So I don't think it'll affect us. Right. Which would give us three rounds in which attacks against him has a, have advantage and attacks that he does have disadvantage. And also any ability check that requires sight, he has disadvantage on. So we could try to like sneak around him. What do we think? Do we want to like try to sneak past this guy? Should I try to kill him? What do you? What if do we? If you want to try to blow a hole in the to talk to the to the first idea. If you want to try to blow a hole in the hedges, you can try and see if that's even possible. Certainly with an Arcana check. Cool. Um, but also, yeah, I think if you want to the stone blowing up passage, I think is certainly possible as well. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I thank you. I would love to do an Arcana check to see if I can blow a hole in these hedges. Yeah. I would say about the smoke bomb, that seems worth doing regardless, so he can't get a lot of damage off on us, but I'd be curious to see if we can collapse so not to him at all. I also have a thing I don't want to reveal yet, Okay, but it will, I think, help both us and also Cammy as a character that has 17 hit points left. <laughs> so, Okay. Uh, well, I got a 12 plus 6 for 18 for Arcana. Cool. Umbi, you, you survey, because you love blowing stuff up, right? I you do. survey the, all of the hedges. The hedges on the outside of the labyrinth, the one that is the farthest edge, right, is a different color than the oh. other hedges. The hedges that are inside of the labyrinth are a dark, dark, dark green. But because the hedges on the edge of the labyrinth are next to the boiling reef, they are lighter, and they seem to be a little bit more brittle maybe a little bit more to work with like dehydrated <laughs> here's yeah maybe a little bit more dehydrated here's a dm fact if you make something relevant in the beginning of the arc you do need to make it relevant in the end of the arc even if they don't mess with it yes Woo. okay i'm all for that plan then yeah. yeah i will also say like the thing you noticed before uh because umby did notice it and was hoping that the entire hedge maze would go up in flames with the dead forest don't know if fire bombs will do the thing that you're looking for it to do, but it will, can be, a hole can be punched through. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, great. But it's up to you what you want to try to blow up. Just let me know what. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I don't know that I'm going to, as a character, be able to do much to the Harvester, and I don't even know if the Harvester can really be killed. Brandon, Brandon's been watching a lot of Resident Evil, <laughs> a lot of Resident Evil playthroughs. Excuse me. I'm talking to my players, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. So, I don't, what, do y'all think I should... What what would be you be your opinion? Should I uh, try to collapse a tunnel or should I try to blow an exit? I think collapsing the tunnel is going to make it more difficult to get back to the ship. I think blowing an exit would make more sense. Yeah. Yeah, and you got and you just won that Arcana check too. Might as take it. Take it. Is that what you think, Amanda? My like, my like uh, defensive driving mindset is saying do the smoke bomb this round and then do the whole next round. But if we have any chance of like we need to get out of here, I agree with you. I don't think we're gonna be able to like vanquish the whole harvester. So I say go for it. No, but you're right. But then Cammy, Cammy, you're you can't take another hit. I don't worry about don't worry me. About I'm pretty Cammie. sure I go next. Yeah, okay, and cool. you guys, we still multiple rounds, folks. Whatever yeah. you want. Um, yeah, I think I'm, then I'm just going to yeah, I'm gonna throw a. Regular-ass bomb at this regular-ass bush and try to blow up this regular-ass maze. <laughs> All right, let me bring up my favorite thing for Brandon, which is the, D- DC the, of the AC of materials <laughs> in Dungeons & Dragons. The Roll20.net slash compendium slash D&D 5e slash objects hashtag content. I'm going to look that up really quickly. <laughs> hashtag content. Hashtag content. Wood, bone, and stone are like 15 and 17. Wood, I'm, bone, and stone. That's my cover band of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Wood, bone, and stone. Wood, bone, and stone. Do you remember... The 31st of October. <laughs> They're the spooky earth, wind, and fire. Uh, I'm going to go for crystal glass and ice, something closer for the hedges. I'm looking for a 13, my friend. 13, great. Um, cool. Easy peasy. Now, would you, say, would you say that the bush I'm throwing this bomb at is within 15-foot diameter of the harvester or anyone else? 
Uh, no. I'd okay. say that if you're going to do it, it'd be like off to the side. That would make the most sense for me cinematically. I figured too, but I just yeah. want to double check. Cool. Okay. All right. Uh, here's my roll. I'm going to roll. I'm looking for a 13. I'm going to roll friend. a bomb attack. Here we go. You can do it, Brandon. You add so much to your bomb attacks. Please, I got a 12 plus 5 for a 17. Hey, so we're fine. Everything's fine. That right. shit could have been bone. You would have blasted through it. Yeah. <laughs> blast through that bone. Yo, b- hey, Brandon, can you fucking blast that bone, please? Can you blast really that great. bone? True. I, I am looking for some damage as well, folks. So why, why, don't you, why don't you roll for that? I'm sure you are looking for some damage. Since this is a regular-ass bomb that's not been primed because I'm out of reagent dice, it's only a 1d10 plus my dex. Okay. okay. But it's, tw- okay. it's times two. Just a bush. Just a bush. Just a bush. It fell down, but I did get a 10, motherfucker. Fuck yeah. So that's uh, 10 plus dex is 2, so 12 times 2 is 24 points. Brandon should roll his dice on the floor more often. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, Brandon, drop your dice on the floor every time. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) every time. Yeah, drop your dice every time. Uh, Yeah, dude. Does does your bush hold up to my 24 damage? (laughs) My bush, the the hedge phase, no. Brandon, you can't just ask someone if their bush holds up to the damage. Yeah, Brandon, stop (laughs) asking me about my bush. Um, Hey, man, yeah, the, the hedge that has been worn away by the boiling water that it's been next to for millennia, in fact, does not hold up to the bomb that's been thrown in the middle. In fact, it creates a perfect circle. (laughs) Just just like cookie cutter punched right through the middle of this hedge. So if I may narrate what happens, I believe that Umbi sees Cammy get this pumpkin fucking growl shoved in her face. Mm. And sort of almost an instinct, he sort of grabs two... Because I'm also going to do a bonus action here. Oh. He grabs two bombs, two spheres from his belt, and then sort of anime style, like does a turn like a tornado and like yeah, whips yeah, one yeah. at Eric's bush and whips yep. another one. Stop it. Whips another one at as a bonus action at the harvester, which I'm going to throw a flashbang. I don't think it'll do much, Ooh. but why not? Why sure. Not? Yeah, why not? Let's you got it. you got moves. So you can't take reactions until the start of your next turn. Fair. Hey, hey, fair. Good. Fair. Worth it. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, wonderful. It is now all the way down to the zero initiative point. That's, that's Cammy. Cammy, what are you doing? Brutal. Uh, Anyone can you still use, uh, Havana's help action if you need it. Do I want to do this one or this one? It's really more of a flavor thing than anything, but this could be fun. Um, Cammy is going to look at the harvester. I don't have to disengage if I want to take a couple of steps back, right? No, no. Right. Uh, I think Cammy is going to... Look at this thing and be like, you know what? I don't think I like you very much. <laughs> the sound of, of plant fibers ripping apart mm-hmm. <laughs> screamed in your face. Cammy's going to take like 20 feet of movement to get away from. I'll, I'll do my full movement. I'm going to take like 30 feet. Oh, go. well, no, actually, it doesn't matter because the harvester can't make reactions anyway. That's so true, just motherfucker. Yeah, so just do it. Just, right, just cool. walk away. Uh, yeah, so Cammy's going to take her full movement, uh, take 30 feet back. Yeah, and the, harv- the harvester is, is weird eye slits are, are blinded by the flashbang, so I can't make a, uh opportunity attack against you anyway. Very rude. Being very, very rude. Um, and Cammy's going to open the lid of her teapot, and a wave of smoke is going to wash over them. Mm. And when the smoke clears, Cammy's no longer standing there. Oh. But instead, a giant mangrove mammoth is standing there instead. Yeah! What? Because baby's polymorphing. Oh, you have baby polymorphine. You have polymorph? Fourth level spell oh my polymorph. God. <laughs> oh Fuck my yes. God. So is this a mangrove in the shape of a woolly mammoth? Yes. <laughs> okay, cool, yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah, man. The mangrove, for those of you who don't know, are those weird trees in the bayou that just, like, go every which like way. Lots of roots, just, like, The roots are, like, halfway above ground, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Damn, dude. Incredible. What a spell to conceal for the last several, several hours of playtime. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, was the mangrove woolly mammoth a creature in Vertistello that is ancient and, like, was prehistory? Who can say? That's a good question. That's a question for the after party, I think. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, hey, sounds sounds cool. Yeah, cool and good. Cool. Hell yeah. So yeah, you just want to be a mammoth now? Yeah. 
Cool. And that's my action. I can't do any mammoth things right now, but I'll wait till my next turn. That's Damn, fair. dude. Can you do a big growl? I can do a big growl. I think I trumpet into the air. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, okay, cool. We got a mammoth now. That sounds great. Troy, it's your turn. All the way back to the beginning of the initiative. Troy's eyes are as wide as they could possibly be, looking at Cammy and saying, was all, was all that inside you before? Because <laughs> I can't talk while I'm a mammoth. And then he's going to look back at the harvester and say, Havana, I, I need a steady hand. Help me out here, bud. And uh, I'm going to have Havana kneel down. Troy's going to brace his elbow on top of Havana's head and then shoot his last remaining arrow at the harvester. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Havana's going to spot for you and you can use the help action. So yeah, you get to roll with advantage. Well, I need it because the first roll was a six. Oh yeah. Okay. That's a 16 plus four for a dirty 20. That hits my friend. Incredible. So let me roll damage. Yeah, please. Oh, that's an eight. Eight piercing damage. Mm -hmm. Nice. Sick. And that was my last arrow, but I am going to use my second to last risk die to cow the creature. This is covering fire. And when I hit a creature, I can expend a risk die as a bonus action to cow the creature. I roll it and subtract it from the next attack roll the creature makes before the start of my next turn. Good to know. Now, if someone were a big old dummy and wasn't 100% sure what the verb cow meant... Uh, It means to scare them, make them, like, deferential to you. And I did roll an eight. So, Eric, you have to subtract eight from the next attack roll that the creature makes before the start of my next turn. Sure. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Cool. Yeah. What do you, what is the, what is this uh, scaring, this covering fire shot? What does it look like? I think that Troy simply lets out a primal scream, um, letting all of his uh, fury and worry and anxiety. He's never seen a creature get cut in half and start sprouting a new butt before. A lot's been (laughs) happening to Troy in the last 30 seconds. Um, So he's just going to scream with rage. And then I think Havana starts screaming also because he's not sure what's happening. (laughs) As we... What is Troy sound like? Yeah, what does it sound like together? Yeah, what's Troy? That was Gloria. Gloria is intense. Incredible. As we hit the creature. But I do have two attacks. So for whatever it's worth, I'm going to throw a dagger too. Why not? Yeah. Why not? All right. (laughs) That's a four plus four for an eight to hit. I love you. You shoot and then you're like, (laughs) (laughs) and I throw it up and it falls to the ground. Sure. You still have your movement. Are you going to go towards the big hole? Yeah, so after all that, I'm going to scoop Gloria up, run over to the hole. Great. Gloria's uh, incredibly light as being only half a person at the moment, so you can just grab, you can grab Gloria. You know, the puppy's in my shirt. I'm going to grab both halves of Gloria just in case she needs them. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. So I'm just going to grab both halves. Sure. No, that's fine. And be like, I'm I'm dropping off the precious cargo, okay, guys? All right, it's a 20, and now things are starting to grow again. The hedges behind you are now incredibly narrow. The entrances you cannot exit through any other way other than the big hole that you punch that you punch through. The hedges in the labyrinth are over, are growing and growing, and you really have to squeeze through if you yeah. wanted to get through. It's a trash compactor situation. They're kicking us out. Yeah. yeah, and also the grass underneath you is really starting to reach up. Maybe, yes, to the ankles of a mangrove mammoth, but it's really starting to get up to your calves and knees for everyone else who's, who's green folk size. <gasps> I don't like it. Get off, get off, get off. You could always climb up onto onto Cammy if you need. Now, do you think the hole I bursted in the bush is uh, large enough for the woolly mammoth to go through? I mean, it's got, what's the radius of the bomb? It's got to be like 15 feet, right? 15 feet, yeah. I'm just looking something up real quick. I th- I th- woolly mammoth could probably just jump over that motherfucker, you know? Uh, apparently, it's 15 by 15 of woolly mammoth. There you go. <laughs> I would also say the perfect circle that Umbi punched in the hedge, it is now starting to grow and fill in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right? It's slow. It's slow, but it mm-hmm. certainly mm. is going to fill in. It is now Gloria's turn, and Gloria goes, Yeah! <laughs> it tells Troy, my sweet boy, go faster! Okay. Uh, can, is now she, the har- do, can she help me on my next turn? Sure, yeah, Glory can help you on your next turn. Yeah, for sure. Uh, It is now the Harvester's turn. The Harvester is going to move 
No, fuck that. The harvester, fuck the that. harvester has a mangrove mammoth in front of him. The harvester's distracted, looking towards Troy and Havana and Gloria, who is charging towards the hole, which is why he is a little distracted, but really the mammoth needs to be taken down. So what do I do? I apply the eight to everything or just one? You subtract eight from your next attack roll. I subtract eight from my next attack roll. Nice. I'm going to attack the mammoth three times. Three times? Three times. Okay. Well, that first time I got a three, so... so with negative five. No, I got an 11 minus eight oh, okay. plus... Eight, you know, I got like a bunch of stuff that turned it into a three. No, that's not going to do... What's your AC? Uh, 13. 13. I only beat your AC once, which will be 17 point of scythe damage, my friend. Yikes. I still have over 100 hit points. Yeah, I think... <laughs> oh, okay. Just, just trying to... With one eye on, on the on the escaping folks and another... But another eye on the mammoth. Just trying to slice at it as much as possible with its massive scythe. And, of course, I only... You're trying to cut down a mangrove tree with, with, a, what scythe. with a scythe. What are you going to do? There's more roots where that came from, bitch. <laughs> Incredible. All right, folks. It is now Havana's turn. Havana is going to scamper down. I love when Havana scampers. <laughs> Havana's going to scamper down. Kind of, you got to go around the labyrinth. So it's like Havana's going to scamper like on the side. Like you got to make kind of like a narrow walk on the side of the labyrinth and hops down and runs direct towards the sea whip. Harold, still, come on. We're going. We're going. Hot exit. Hot exit. Havana is undoing the ropes, grabbing the anchor, and the and the sea whip is going. Is moving. Gotcha. Hell yeah. Great. Hell yeah. It is on Umby's turn. So Umby is going to attempt to throw a smoke bomb at the harvester, which would, if it hits, uh, make the area heavily obscured and last for three rounds. Mm. Nice. Sounds good. If Troy threw that bomb, it would last for zero rounds. <laughs> Aww, <laughs> cute. Well, there's a minimum of one, so you get one. <laughs> Everyone gets one. Doesn't matter how dumb they be. <laughs> Eric, does a uh, 22 work? Yeah, that's, that's fine. That's okay. pretty solid, actually. It's so funny how the harvester is like up in the face of this mammoth, uh, has, moved, has moved forward to engage the mammoth in melee combat, and then it was like, boop, <laughs> smoke, <laughs> just smoke everywhere. Now, I can't throw another one for one minute, and it only lasts for three turns, so keep that in mind, players. Okay. But currently, the Harvester is blinded, which means that it will automatically fail any ability check that requires sight, and attack rolls against the creature have advantage, and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. I would also like to use all my movement to run towards the hole. That's fine. You're running towards the hole. You can see that the Sea Whip is coming over to pick you up on the side of the labyrinth. It is now... It's our good friend Cammy's turn, who is now... Uh, mammoth. Interesting. Cool. Cool. I'm going to back up 20 feet because it's right in my face, right? Yeah, it's right in your It moved forward to engage you, yeah. Cool. I'm going to back up 20 feet. Okay. And then I would like to move 20 feet towards it and use trampling charge. <laughs> you, you got 40 feet of movement? Yes, I do. I love Yeah. If the mammoth moves at least 20 feet straight towards a creature and then hits it with a gore attack on the same turn, that target must succeed a DC 18 strength saving throw or be knocked prone. If the target is prone, the mammoth can make one stomp attack against it as a bonus action. This is sick as hell. So I'm going to make the attack. You get advantage as well. Excellent. That's what I like to hear. Oh, why do you get advantage? Smoke, baby. Oh, because oh, it's the smoke bomb, right? Oh my god. Smoke bomb. Although, actually, Eric, I don't know, because if if the mammoth is running into the smoke as well, they would also be blinded. That would cancel out. I was going to give advantage anyway. Well, I'm going to give advantage anyway, so it doesn't matter. So I rolled a 16 and a 14, so it's a 26 to hit? Yeah, that hits, you absolute piece of nonsense. <laughs> and second of all, I'm giving myself disadvantage because everyone knows the Harvester is a terrible center of gravity, and you can be pushed over very easily, especially mm -hmm. by Mammoth. Mm -hmm. I'm also going to roll my damage on that for piercing damage. Yeah, please do. All right. Four. Four plus three is seven. Seven plus four is 11. Mm -hmm. 11 plus two is 13. So that is 20 piercing damage on the gore attack. Cool, cool, cool. That's cool. a lot of damage. All right, I'm going to do the strength saving throw with disadvantage. Mm -hmm. 
And I already used my legendary save, so I can't use that. (laughs) Good job, past me. What am I looking for? An 18. I got a 17, you (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Harvest this, motherfucker. (laughs) You're going to take 4d10 plus 7 bludgeoning damage. That's a lot. 10. 8. 18. Oh, God. 20. 25 plus 7 is 32 bludgeoning damage. Okay. And it's prone. Okay. How does the harvester feel about that, Eric? Stomp, 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 stomp. stomp. <laughs> that's, how, that's how it feels. That's how it feels. Well, especially because the harvester moved out of position to come engage you, uh, the regular exit to the labyrinth is wide open. Wide open. And you can just run on through if you'd like. I will probably do that my next turn. No, you can do it right now. You I can, can do, do it right, right now. now? You're, you're speeding, my friends. Everyone is on its way out. You can hit the X button and go to the next scene. <laughs> All right. Mangrove mammoth version of Cammy. Ooh, the Cammoth. The Cammoth oh, is going to triumphantly trumpet and charge towards the Sea Whip. Love Incredible. It. Now, yeah. I will caution... Don't get on the boat as a mammoth. (laughs) Bitch, I'll do what I want. I also have an intelligence score of three right now, so I might not think about that. What up, up, fam? Let's get on the boat. All right, folks, let's all the boat is getting ready to go. Is everyone hopping on the boat? Yeah, 100%. Come on, we're going, moving, moving, moving. We're not stopping. Hey, folks, we're not stopping. This train is leaving the station. Mammoth version of Cammy half clambers onto the boat and it goes, and it goes, and then drops concentration. <laughs> yeah, and Umbi just, as he gets close to it, just tosses a quick teleportation bomb up there and yeah. lands up on the ship. Yeah, Harold Her- is like, You're not getting out of this boat as a mammoth. You're not. You're not. And Silva's like, Is this normal? Do people do, people do this? And like, and whatever. It's What does normal mean? There is no normal. There's no normal. Still, you gotta know there is no normal. Do not expect any normal. It's not happening. Precious cargo! <laughs> And to try, uh, try g- the most gingerly, carefully he has ever stepped onto anything, steps onto the boat, holding Gloria's head in his left arm, Gloria's butt in his right arm, <laughs> and uh, the puppy in his shirt in the middle. Beautiful. And Havana is behind him, hopefully. Havana's yeah. already on the boat. Uh, yeah, Havana is like tight, is throwing the last rope on, and like jumps out of the boat and clamors up. Havana, you're doing great. Uh, great. Oh. <laughs> Great. And Harold says, so what, what What did you even find in there? What was What was the whole point of this? We got, got one of the keys. Maze, key for a maze. The maze maze key. I was a mammoth. Who would have thought? It's real. Who would have thought? Mm-hmm. Oh. Did you not believe in our mission the whole time? I, lots of people say lots of things. <laughs> we can discuss this later. Harold's been here for a long time, but a good time. <laughs> I'm here for both a long time and a good time. <laughs> We can discuss this later. We should go. We should go quickly. Yeah. Uh, Havana is standing at the back of the boat, looking back at the labyrinth, and says, Uh-oh, guys, you're going to want to see this. As the ship is speeding away, getting farther and farther in the distance, you see that the harvester has pulled itself up and is running with, like, all fours with roots like a giant mountain cat no! just running and running and then takes a big jump and turns itself into like kind of a makeshift sailboat with Whoa. the roots turning into the bottom riding on the sea it's the rest of its roots into a makeshift sail and its face as the figurehead charging after you my friends you might have thought I had the glove the whole time motherfucker. <laughs> Go get, hey, get your ship combat cards. Folks, we're playing rock, paper, scissors. Woo! Hey, it's Amanda. It is one of my very favorite times of year where places and streets and shops and houses all over the country and the world put up lights to help us get through this time of darkness, at least in the Northern Hemisphere. And every single time I see it, I see the lights going across the street that I live on in all of the, you know, shop windows. It brings me a little bit of a smile, which I really need when it is 4, checks watch, 30 p.m. and fully dark outside. So it's Amanda 
welcome to the mid-roll. Oh, they twinkle. Thank you and welcome to our newest patrons, Alec Foxglove, Matt, Debbie, and Christina. We can only make this show with all of the time, love, and energy that we put into it because you support us. And I have it on good conscience, uh, which is that we recorded it very recently, that you have some hot fire coming your way this December just for patrons. So join us at patreon.com slash join the party pod. You won't regret it. This week at Multitude, we have been enjoying the hell out of Big Game Hunger, our newest member show, a weekly comedy podcast where Jenna Steber and friends craft the next big video game in every single episode. They start with a randomly generated genre, concept, and vibe. And then Jenna and her variety of incredibly funny game-obsessed guests take these ideas so far that by the end of it, people are like, okay, but wait, can I can I buy that game? And it is the uh, highest compliment that I can think of. Jenna is incredible. Incredible. It's been so much fun welcoming her to the Multitude family. And you should check out Big Game Hunger. Get ready to laugh about the games you love, learn about game trends, and yearn for titles that will surely never make their release date. Look up Big Game Hunger in your podcast app now or go to biggamehunger.com. New episodes every Monday. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. This is a chaotic time of year, a heavy time of year, and very infrequently in life can you sort of see your, you know, relationship with various family members, maybe your family of origin, maybe the culture you were raised in, brought up in such a like on the nose sort of way as like the material <laughs> gifts that you give and get at this time of year. It's a lot. And I know that I am definitely talking about and unpacking a lot of those moments in therapy with my therapist. And whether you're interested in starting therapy or you kind of need a solution in between other therapeutic outlets that you have access to, or you're just kind of curious and want to give it a try, BetterHelp is a really great tool to know about, especially if you can't access therapy safely or affordably where you are. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So in this season of giving, give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash join the party today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash join the party. We are also sponsored this week by Uncommon Goods. We just had our friend gift exchange uh, a couple days ago, as of when I'm recording this, and I got my friend Nara, uh, who I have a lot in common with. She's very witchy. She loves tarot. She loves mythology, but also uh, University of Michigan college football. And so Eric helped me find her a lovely gift on Uncommon Goods, where it was like a 3D printed um, model of the Michigan football stadium, which she loves and calls the big house, question mark, I think so, on a candle. So even after she burns the candle, she can like reuse it and have that as, you know, a little like jar for her trinkets. Uh, and she was so touched. And then she saw the box and she goes, you know what? Their goods are uncommon. And I completely agree. Whether you're looking for someone who might be difficult to buy for and they have excellent like curated mixes of gifts or just something that you're not going to accidentally like gift to two people or like they'll get you the same gifts and you give it to them. I've seen the same like stuff from, you know, big box stores in lots of gift exchanges by now. Uncommon Goods truly is different. They're very, very good. I have gotten some incredible stuff from them. And with every purchase you make at Uncommon Goods, they give a dollar back to a nonprofit partner of your choice. So to get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash holiday pod and subscribe. That's uncommongoods.com slash holiday pod Enter your email and you'll receive 15% off. Don't miss out on their limited time offer. Uncommon goods. We're all out of the ordinary. And finally, we are sponsored by Microdose. Now, I've been using Microdose brand gummies to fall asleep most nights recently, and they have been an absolute game changer for my sleep. I've talked about this on the show before. I don't have a trouble falling asleep, but I do have trouble staying asleep. I try everything. I have good sleep hygiene. I'm like hydrated, but not too hydrated. I try to like exercise, you know, during the day, et cetera. But sometimes I just wake up in the middle of the night and I can't shut my brain off or go back to sleep no matter what I do or try. And if it's like two in the morning, hey, that sucks. Uh, but that is not a problem when I take microdose gummies, which I really and truly appreciate has been a genuine game changer for me. They have a balanced spectrum TM hemp extract formulated to deliver the classic effects and benefits of THC in balance with CBD, C. 
BG and other ingredients that you can actually learn more about. It's very interesting on microdose.com. There are also gummies that are made with high quality organic ingredients. They're vegan, gluten-free, and infused with organ-grown berries, specifically strawberries, blueberries, and marion berries. You don't see those represented very often in the gummy market. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use code JOINTHEPARTY to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Again, that's microdose.com. The code is JOINTHEPARTY. Microdose.com, code JOINTHEPARTY for 30% off. And now, back to the show. I got him. I was like... That was really easy. He said mm-hmm. I could just go. Like, I, I don't just know. Go. Never. Right. Never. All right. We are now in ship combat. As a reminder of how we play, we're going to play rock, paper, scissors using some special PC abilities if you'd like to use them. Whoever wins is going to decide what happens, as we're each going to call it before we play rock, paper, scissors. And if we tie, it's going to be a mixed success for the players, but one consequence is going to happen. Remember, I have special moves as well as the harvester chasing after you, but all of the players do as well. Gloria is currently regrowing, and Havana has no powers <laughs> at the moment, so it's just sure. the three of you as before. So the first thing I'm going to do is lay down my rock, paper, scissors card and make my choice. If anyone wants to use their special abilities, they may, uh, but if not, uh, let's pick someone to play rock, paper, scissors against me and tell me what you want to do. Um, I think, if everyone doesn't mind to me going first, is that okay? Mm-hmm. I think what Cammy is going to do in order to... Oh, I forget the... I'm trying to remember the rules of rock, paper, scissors. Can I, like, do an action, but it's not going to, like, fuck with the movement of the ship, right? The default action is manning the ship, doing okay. your thing. Umbi's on the cannons, Troy is driving, and Cammy is doing navigation. navigation. If okay. you do something else that is not that, you that's not your job, it will make the boat vulnerable because everyone's not doing their job. Okay. However, let's assume now that we're doing this the second time, doing a special action is not this. You can do a special move, whatever. Assume that if you do anything, if you want to do something otherwise, you are not manning your station. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, then Cammy is going to pull out the compass that they had gotten from Drew's. Oh, yeah. And is going to be like, how do we get out of here? <laughs> Yuck. Well, it seems that you got to figure it out on your own unless you got a map for me to read. Can I use the map that we had that got us here? Can we reverse engineer here? <laughs> oh, just turn it upside down for me. Okay. I figured you would be able to do that yourself. Seems like you're saying a lot of shit to someone who is a magic compass. Boo doo 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 doo. I didn't think that you had much of a personality, but I really like your dancing. I love that the compass now says yuck. It's developing personality. I'm ready. Incredible. Does anyone use a special move before we pull? Just to remember, so Harold is defensive, so he he can rebuff something on a rock. Uh-huh. Troy can try to shoot a card out of someone's hand if he shoots with disadvantage. Okay. Umbi can double down. If you play scissors, then you get an extra bonus if you win. And Cammy, you can roll, you can do tassiography. If you roll a d20, you can try to get me to admit, if I do it, if you roll a 19 or a 20, I will tell you the truth of what card I have. Amanda, remember, if we use ours in combination, it's extra special. An auto win, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So does anyone want to do any special moves? I don't think so. Not this round. Okay, great. What does the crew want to, what does the ship want to do? I think navigate their way out of this area as best as possible using Cammy's navigation. Just make it yeah. happen? Ideally, yeah. like, you know, cut it close to an obstacle so that the harvester, which doesn't know our path, runs into an obstacle. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the equivalent of like fainting at the last minute. Cool. Absolutely. Yeah, like a, like running straight and all of a sudden dive to the left. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. Situation. All of a, sudden, a water no. juke, you know? Uh, <laughs> the, oh, the old water juke. <laughs> all right, cool. Here we go. On shoot, all right? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Scissors! Scissors! Tie. That's a tie. That's a tie. You want to make some distance, yeah? We want to make some distance, and we, as Amanda said, if we can put a obstacle between us and the harvester, that would be ideal. Yeah, sure. I think that the compass says, yuck, we're going right into the boiling <laughs> reef. When did it become goofy? <laughs> <laughs> Today, right now? Yeah, right now. You take a hard left past a coral reef, and you hear, psh, 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 and the boiling geysers 
are shooting up, trying to block the harvester's path. Uh, the harvester, in, in return, is going to do the one harm to the ship. Because you have Sill, you have four harm to begin with. Now you are down to three. Gotcha. Tight. I forgot that we got an extra one. You are now taken down by one uh, as the harvester slashes into the ship, trying to like smack the back of it so that it does like a pit maneuver, like the police <laughs> trying to get you to like fish tail into mm. uh, some boiling geysers, but that's not going to happen. You see Umbi in that because he's in the butt cannon right now because mm-hmm. they're going forward, and you see Umbi. You know, like when on a movie when something like slashes out at you and you instinctively dodge out of the way even though you're not going to get hit. Mm-hmm. He's like. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> then you're just like spun to the left. Yeah. Incredible. All right, folks, it is now round dose. Who's going to do rock, paper, scissors? Well, because we just got hit and it's not a huge deal if I let the wheel go for a minute, I'm going to go ahead and use my sharpshooter ability. All right, let's use yeah, the sharpshooter. Let's also double down there, Eric. Mm-hmm. Okay. So do I roll a regular attack roll? You're going to roll a regular disadvantaged attack roll because you're shooting long range, unless do you have something that... I have one risk die left, and I can, in fact, use steady aim to double the normal and maximum range for my next range There there you go. Okay, so then you don't have disadvantage. I just need you to hit the harvesters I see, which is rather high. Yeah, it's a 17 to hit. (laughs) 13 plus 4. I think you're good. Tie goes to the runner. Sorry, the I had to. Uh, my scissors card is now pinned up against the side, so so it's pinned up against the window of the studio, so I can't use it. Amanda, you must play paper, but you were going to anyway. All right, right. we're gonna do the double down. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna double down. Yeah, what does that? What does this look like? I think it looks like uh, maybe Umbi shoots out a special cannonball that has like some kind of. Um, like loop or something attached to it that then Troy can shoot a arrow towards and sort of like drag it along towards the direction, you know? Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like a cannonball with a lasso on the end. That's kind of tight. Yeah. Right. Hey, one piece fucking get on it, my friends. All right. Because I know you're using paper. What I'm going to do is I'm going to randomize my other two cards and I'm just going to pull whatever. Cool. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do you want to do it because it was your move or no, I want you to do it. Right. Because your move. 50-50 50-50 chance, baby. I got to expand the screen so I can see what Amanda's card is. <laughs> All right. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Paper. Paper! paper. Oh, it's a tie! Oh, it's a tie. We just succeed, okay. though. So we do succeed. We just take more damage. The harvester takes a takes a hit, too. That's true. You, the double down doesn't work, unfortunately, uh, as the harvester weirdly squeezes the entire body through <laughs> the loop of the lasso cannonball and hops through. However, it is a tie, so you get a uh, you get another mixed success. And this is the first time we're trying this move, you know? Sometimes it doesn't work. It takes practice. It's okay. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another mixed success. Yeah, what do you want to do? You want to just keep trying to make distance? No, I want to hit. I want to hit the motherfucker with a cannonball. Oh, you were yeah, trying to hit the. You, you were trying to hit the cannonball. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So yeah. It's just, yeah. You shoot the harvester with a cannonball. It's spending so much time hopping through the lasso that it just gets regular hit with a cannon, regular hit with a cannonball and slowed down. Um, but instead, yeah, I'm gonna say your opponent quickly recovers and the harvester remains. On it remains on your tail, although it kind of like just in my head, this is like Venom as you've seen mm. Venom moving, especially in Spider Man 2 in the new movies, how it can like scooch down into its weird stuff and then continues to like twist around it. So I think it like gets hit with the cannonball, twists around it, and then regains speed. Cool. Hell yeah, dude. If he wasn't such a dick, I would be his friend. You know, you could, you would just be playing Cammy instead. <laughs> I wonder if there's a way that we can manipulate him into going into one of the geysers. Because we have a a map and, you know, a navigator, but he does not. Oh, well, you know what we could do, Julia? What's that? We all three have shaped water. All four of us, I think. That's true. Mm -hmm. We could shape a geyser and hit it right in the face. Or, yeah, we could direct a geyser and direct it straight at him. Yeah, you could pull pull in, like, a coral cul-de-sac and try to do that. Mm -hmm. I would like to try that. I think that would be fun. Sure. I kind of love that. It's like another one of the sandbars that we saw in the previous arc. You kind of pull up on a sandbar where, like, you can see, like, the water is starting to bubble Mm -hmm. underneath you as the steam, the jets uh, that are popping up. And and the compass says, oh, yuck, watch out, geyser. Ahead, and uh, as you pull the boat over, you're ready to shoot this right in the right in right in the face. Yeah, right in their right in their, stu- right in their stupid face. You know what, Eric? Before we do that, I'd like to use my tassiography. Lovely, a perfect time to just look in the old bowl and see how it's doing. 
Let's check out the old teapot. Roll a d20, right? Yep. Was the mammoth in there or was it in you? I'm, I'm so confused. <laughs> and her little tentacles make a trunk. <laughs> oh, that's adorable, Eric. And also, tell me what you're going to do, because I rolled a 19. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because you rolled a 19, I do need to tell you truthfully. Julia, my move as the harvester. If the harvester plays scissors twice or more throughout a ship combat, I can then make hard moves against you in ties. Okay. Uh, as if I won anyway. Like, even if Damn. you tie, I can make extra hard moves. It's not just mixed success moves. So it is advantageous for me to only play scissors. The only reason I wasn't allowed to play scissors last time is because Troy shot it out of my hand. Gotcha. So I'm going to play scissors on this move. Okay, oh, Brandon. The harvester, it's called cutting strategy, is my move. <laughs> cool. really Brandon, I think it's your turn then, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I have to. I'm playing scissors. Got to play scissors. Okay. okay. Wow. Brandon, you know what to do. Yep. I got to play paper, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Yeah, do it. Yeah, do it. Hey, Brandon, we're playing European rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> <laughs> it's different. It's different. It's reverse uno. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock. Brandon. Wow. That's rock, baby. That rock smirches those scissors. Smirch, smirch. Just like this geyser is going to smirch the harvester. The harvester. Yep. Y- you know, have, are you guys feeling a little peckish? Maybe do you want some root soup? I think Ooh, we can maybe uh, boil this pumpkin seed, make a nice soup. That's potato, baby. Smells <laughs> yeah. I like this. You take out Dr. Radish Radish's original <laughs> pamphlet, and then you do the moves for shaping water. I think the harvester seeing that you have pulled over is then almost like the going back to the galloping towards you as the harvester opens its mouth wide and makes more of the pumpkin smashing noise, and it jumps towards the sea whip, and then the Kaiser goes, and it goes right into the harvester's face. Absolutely boiling it. I think, tell me if I'm wrong, players, but I believe we do some Tai Chi moves, right? And the last move was we all go, double middle fingers. Yeah. (laughs) As the harvester then like kind of, it's just like, I like that that it's in like a diagonal. So it's still like, it's moving forward, then it gets hit and up. So it like goes up and maintains some of its momentum as it goes over and over and over itself and collapses, like overstretched almost, overstretched on the deck of the sea whip. Oh, it landed on the it landed deck on of the our sea deck. Whip? It landed on the deck of the sea whip. Uh. uh. <laughs> We are out of rock, paper, scissors combat. You can put that away. Okay. But the harvester is now kind of taking up the entire space and holding the scythe uh, is spread out on the deck of the sea whip. Question. Uh, Chaboy's proficient in barrels. Is one of those filled with salt down below? One of yours? Mm-hmm. I would assume so. Oh, we gotta you got to cure gotta food. Be. You got you to gotta cure where, where do you make all your pickles? Exactly. Yep. I mean, I was also going to ask how it was on the salt water of the Great Salt Sea, but that's... Oh, it probably was painful, but... Maybe it was painful. Julia, it was just living on pure angst and hate at that point. Yeah, yeah. It's like a fucking Anakin move, you know? Troy, why don't you go and grab that while I cast Scurry? (laughs) (laughs) Damn it! Every time! Yeah, Troy's gonna dash down the hatches and heft up the barrel of salt. And that scythe is going to try to jump over the side of the boat. Yay! <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah, the scythe grows its weird millipede legs and go... And go... And go... <laughs> as it jumps into the boiling reef. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Troy will return uh, hefting the barrel over his shoulder. And I think he's just going to chuck it right at the harvester's face. Well, shouldn't we make a circle so he's trapped? I don't know. Amanda said the thing already. Amanda did say the thing, so... I mean, to be fair, if he hits him in the face, then it would kind of come out in a circle radius, so... It would It would just kind of, like... This is the real Troy Umby move, which is Umby, Umby's like, yeah, that'll work. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Of Troy throwing an entire barrel of salt on the, on the harvester. Yep. Sure, why not? Yep. Yeah, sure. I mean, like, what? What do you want from me? The harvester's going to scream out in terrible pain. This is the sound of, like, a mechanical thresher moving its way through crops. It is over and over, and it's just screaming at us. It shrivels and shrivels and shrivels and shrivels up. 
The roots are dried, desiccated, and weird. It, it, it looks so small without of its scythe, making it look big. And honestly, now it's just like dead roots attached to a very, very clean giant pumpkin seed. I feel kind of bad. Does anyone else feel kind of bad after that? Can we can we take the pumpkin seed, do you think? we cut off the roots and just take the pumpkin seed away? I can cut Gloria in half. I just met her and she's my best friend now. Apart from you, all of you, especially you, Havana. Aww. Hey, I think... I don't... <laughs> I feel like... I don't know if I should take the compliment and feel touched or if you're, like, going out of your way to be super nice to me. Like, I don't... I don't know. I can't take a compliment. Well, we can work on that. Um, I'm a dad now. And, uh, Troy... <laughs> Troy unbuttons his shirt further. The puppy sticks his head out. <laughs> and I kind of feel like any threat to the life of my son, um, I'm... I'm okay with sort of eviscerating it, you know? But yeah, I feel kind of bad. Do, I mean, do we think we can learn anything from it first? Can it, can it talk? Does anyone have any talking abilities? Talking abilities? I mean, we're speaking right now. No, that's, you know, God damn it, Cammy. <laughs> Don't you have a thing that, like, makes people tell the truth and also gives them mouths? No. You don't? Weird. Um, <laughs> oh, it was, tr- it was true serum. Yeah. But I don't have any, uh, uh, reagent dice. I mean, unless maybe, unless maybe you have a potion that you left down in your, down in your cabin. Oh, maybe I have a potion left down in my cabin. <laughs> Roll for potions. Ombi's going to run down to his quarters and uh, he's going to look up at his DM Eric and say, DM Eric, do I have a truth serum? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you gonna have, you probably have a spare one in your cabin. <laughs> if you got to, you got to move your socks though. Oh no. <laughs> I have to move my socks? Yeah, you gotta move your socks. They're really dirty. I know, there's like five of them on the bottle. <laughs> well, oh. I guess we're not doing it then. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to, with uh, like um, fireplace tongs, just like move the socks off with a potion I bottle. You are smart. And then grab the, grab the potion bottle and run up to the deck and say, I did have a spare potion. Wow. And then like a little baby weaning off his mother, he's going to give him a little drop into his pumpkin seed mouth. Yeah, a little drop, yeah, the little drop falls in. You wait a moment, nothing happens. And then you see a little green shoot come out of the pumpkin seed. Aww. And it starts to grow and kind of unfurl. And then quickly, at the end of the shoot, something's starting to grow. And you see it's a little pumpkin. <gasps> little pumpkin at the end. And it has not a weird face on it. But it has kind of a kind face. It has a an understanding face, you know, with deep set eyes and a long sloped nose and a wide kind mouth that's currently making a deep sigh. Yo, why are you such a dick? <laughs> I'm sorry we had to hurt you, but you did kind of uh, almost you chopped several of my friends in half. Yeah, I'm not sorry. I'm a little sorry. My heart's much bigger because I'm a dad now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the pumpkin jumps out of your your shirt and starts sniffing the pumpkin. Um, Stay back, boy. What's your name? The harvester seems so formal. (laughs) (laughs) Unlike the rest of the green folk, the harvester does not have free will. It only makes choices as given to it as a denizen of the labyrinth. So when you're saying that it's a dick. You, ha- you have to have free will in order to be a dick. That's you true. know not of what is dickishness and what whereupon <laughs> the dickishness grows. I guess you, you're looking only at the flower. You're not looking at the roots and the stem mm. and what comes out of it. Of, you know, of, what comes out of it eventually in the flower, it only remains for spring. Mm. So... So the maze is the dick, or the or the planter's a dick, or what's we saying here? Well, I think it's quite interesting. It's nice to know still that green folk, that uh, the the deepest flaw of green folk is still hubris, and the need, inherent need, inside, and still buried deep within the mitochondria, the chloroplast. <laughs> green folk still want. Bite the hand that feeds them, or maybe the hand that placed them in the ground. What is it? What is it about you mortals that make you want to kill a god so badly? It just seems kind of unfair. I'm a pirate. 
Is that a serious question or like a metaphysical one? No, of course it's serious. I want to know. I would love to know. It is a, it is a, it is a, I, I never get the chance to ask and it would truly be, it would truly answer one of these questions that I've had for so long. But who are you if you're not the harvester? Are you the planter? Because this guy's your biggest fan. Troy points at Vanna. He's not anymore. I, hey, Troy. Hey, Troy. Troy. Uh, you know, I like your earlier <laughs> stuff, but I'm not. <laughs> your first album was great. Oh, I know all about Rudy. Sorry, it didn't work out for you. I am. I am exactly who you think I am. Um. Wow. Okay. Um. You you asked us a question. Mm-hmm. And I have I have an answer to it. Yeah. I do have an answer to it, but then I have a secondary question. Please. Kind of tax on to Oh, it's only fair. We are the seeds that you buried in the ground. But as a planter, do you get to determine how the plant grows once it's been planted? You don't get to determine who we are, how we live our lives, or anything else about us. All he did was plant, and the rest was kind of up to us. Seems like you kind of put a thumb on the scale when you also made the environment in which we grow, you know? It's like if you plant a seed, and then you don't put it in enough sunlight, it's like, what are you expecting the plant to do? It's going to be murderous. Wait, plants need water, and ours got turned off. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) What are we supposed to do then? I love Troy. (laughs) You interfere too much, and they rely on you, and they're critical about what your choices are. You do too little, they're not even sure you exist in the first place. I know you. I know it feels like you've been around for the entire world, Umbi, but there's still plenty for you to learn before you rot to the ground. Troy, keep, do, keep doing what you're doing. All right, Cammy. <laughs> If you seem to think that I'm a little too hands-on, then I'm I'm wondering why I didn't pluck that weed of a rutabaga decades ago. Stay safe. Curb your hubris. I'll still be around. The pumpkin falls off of the sprout. It lands with a splat on the deck. Cammy picks it up and punts it off the side of the boat. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> One of the four keys of the salmon! Woo! Yay! I'll sing you a song that all green folk know until The camera fades away from the ship as you see Umby start shoveling the harvester's corpse and the salt back into the barrel. It's like, it's like, I'll get the bleach. <laughs>